A reading from the first book of Kings. When the time of David's death drew near, he gave these instructions to his son Solomon. I'm going the way of all flesh. Take courage and be a man. Keep the mandate of the Lord your God following his ways and observing his statutes, commands, ordinances, and decrees as they are written in the law of Moses, that you may succeed in whatever you do, wherever you turn, and the Lord may fulfill the promise he made on my behalf when he said, If your sons so conduct themselves that they remain faithful to me with their whole heart and with their whole soul, you shall always have someone of your line on the throne of Israel. David rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David. The length of David's reign over Israel was 40 years. He reigned seven years in Hebron and 33 years in Jerusalem. Solomon was seated on the throne of his father David with his sovereignty firmly established. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, you are exalted over all. Blessed may you be, O Lord, God of Israel, our Father, from eternity to eternity. Lord, you are exalted over all. Yours, O Lord, are grandeur and power, majesty, splendor, and glory. Lord, you are exalted over all. Lord, you are exalted over all. Yours, O Lord, is the sovereignty. You are exalted as head over all. Riches and honor are from you. Lord, you are exalted over all. It is in your hands are power and might. It is yours to give grandeur and strength to all. Lord, you are exalted over all. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus summoned the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for the journey but a walking stick. No food, no sack, no money in their belts. They were, however, to wear sandals but not a second tunic. He said to them, wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave from there. Whatever place does not welcome you or listen to you, leave there and shake the dust off your feet in testimony against them. So they went off and preached repentance. The twelve drove out many demons, and they anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is always to me a beautiful passage, the sending out, well, both passages, David's uh, you know, final words to his son Solomon, and then in the gospel, Jesus sending out the 12. Again, take nothing with you, no food, no sack, no money in your belts. That is, totally rely on God. So the apostles could do this one time, but I'm, this, was, this would be something they have to do time and time again, which was very difficult. So the first time being sent out by Jesus without anything, it's like, oh, cool, this is a new challenge. Uh, so like when I became a priest, it's like, all right, yeah, I'm ready to give give all this stuff up. You know, it's new. It's exciting. Well, then, you know, after the the ascension, you know, Peter and the other are going to be told to do the same. Well, that's going to be harder because they've gotten a little more comfortable. They've kind of learned to, to live with maybe some extra money or, or whatever it might be. Um, you know, so the, but they're going to be sent with the same mission, let go of all that stuff. And then, you know, a decade later and so on and so forth. So as a priest, we get sent out once, but we get sent out all the time. You know, so it's like you go to a parish with nothing, or at least I, you know, and then you start to accumulate things. Then you're sent out again. It's like, all right, can you let all that go and really trust you don't need these things? It's hard. Uh, and not just for the priest, but for you all to to constantly 
examine, you know, and Lent's approaching, by the way, so we have a perfect time to examine, you know, where have you subtly, slowly been growing more attached to these things that you once let go of? I mean, we're humans. We, we have to we have to constantly practice these things. We're not just one and done and then we have it all figured out. So maybe at one point, you know, you renounced attachment to whatever, TV, phone, money, extra things like that. Well, you know, it kind of has probably crept back in. So don't be afraid, don't worry, don't beat yourself up. It's just another invitation to, to really be sent out into the deep. I like how Jesus says, or Mark specifies that they were, however, to wear sandals, but not a second tunic. Okay, why? Well, if they don't have sandals, I mean, they're traveling a lot. Their feet are going to get beat up. They're going to bleed. They're not going to be able to walk anymore. They're not going to be able to do the mission. So we don't want to be like foolish in giving ourselves away. I mean, we need things to sustain ourselves. So like as a priest, you know, I exercise. I try to take care of my body so that I could be fit for the mission. Not a second tunic. Again, one tunic is enough. He, Jesus said, don't wear any tunic at all. Don't just like go naked out there. But like, no, you need to be warm. You need to be protected from the elements. But one is enough. Two, all of a sudden now you'll be able to choose, oh, I like this one on this day or I want that on another day as opposed to just get the job done. And then the final point, I mean, there's a lot more to talk about in this gospel, but anointed many with oil who were sick and cured them. So this is kind of a precursor to the sacrament of the anointing of the sick, but it's it's before the sacrament's been been officially, quote-unquote, officially instituted. Uh, but it's a sense that oil is still being used, or oil was used as a sign to heal people. Um, you know, I was given a confirmation retreat the other day, and think about oil, you know, it's slippery, it's slick, you know, and so when you have oil on you, it's like the Holy Spirit can kind of slide right into you or rush into you. And, you know, we anoint a priest when he's ordained. Um, we anoint a child when they're baptized against so the Holy Spirit can rush into them. But when you're sick, you get that same anointing. It's with a different oil, but the concept holds true that in your pain, in your suffering, in something that might seem hopeless or you're doomed or now you've lost control, over this disease that you, you know you obviously didn't choose for yourself, that's actually a very graced, you're in a very graced position. And the anointing is allowing the Holy Spirit to rush into you and, and kind of confirm that within you. You can't overcome the sickness on your own. You need the help of others, you need the help of God. David faced death here and the Holy Spirit rushed into him as he, as he kind of gave over his spirit and he, he gave the kingdom to his son. Amen.